Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. I'm actually the opposite. I haven't gotten a haircut in a while because my barber moved all the way to South College Station. And now so what is he... it like an extra like 10 minutes to get there? Yeah, but all right. I thought you were about to say like South Beach or South Florida <laughs> or something. Look, look, he, he moved, moved all the way to South... on the road. South College Station, but look. And now he bumped his prices up to 40 bucks. Oh, so you have to 40's drive. 40's nothing. Dave is pretty cheap. I mean, if I'm paying you How 40 you with go? if I were if I were paying you 40 with a tip, that's fine. But $40 straight up? Nah. Did he say and, did he say and tip? I would just give him the 40. Just give him the 40. See what the fuck well, he says. It's hard because it's like a chain. Like it, it's a chain, so he's not getting uh, the full forty dollars. You know what I mean? So I feel like that sucks. I want to tip him, but I ain't gonna pay forty dollars plus tip for a haircut, especially I when you, I thought you had it, a guy it, that was like his own, like his own deal. Uh, no, no, he oh. he he's at hmm. Mike's. But the thing is, too, is like if he was blessing me on the, Let's just say the haircuts just weren't worth isn't worth forty bu- bucks to me and a longer drive. You've been coin flipping. Wait, sometimes you get some fire ass haircuts, and sometimes they're iffy. He he's been he's been too hard on the cadet haircuts recently. I don't know what happened. Like he, I, I felt like he yeah, did a good bro. job for a little while, and then he kept going with the high fade cadet looking ass, and I just keep letting them slide every time because I'm just like, ah, oh, well, shorter hair is less hair to deal with on the daily, but. Dude, so, yeah, that w- that's a serious problem in College Station is if you want to get a fade to find somebody who gives you a true fade and not a cadet cut because that's what happened to my first two barbers there is they were good in the beginning, like they understood the assignment and then it slowly but really just became more of like a routine like cadet cut. And I was just, like, dude, and I like to tip my barbers. I tip them well. So it was just it was just painful to be tipping somebody and getting a shitty haircut so, I, yeah. I feel your pain, man. I feel your pain. It's, it, it, it's not even that, like, I don't know what it is. I, I asked for a high fade one time. One time, and then, I don't know, he kept going with it. Even for my engagement pictures, when I told him, hey, I'm taking my engagement pictures, bro. Bless a brother. He, he, cut, he had the mid fade perfect, everything. Kept it nice, good length and whatnot. And then, oh, that was a good bro, haircut. Yeah, yeah. I no, I do remember that. I yeah, remember you that put one. that on the website, and that was we both said they were both like, "Damn, look at that fresh ass fade." Exactly, I remember that bro. shit. And so I don't know what I don't know what happened. I, I just and then every time I think like, "Oh, he's not, he's gonna go back to the to the old way." Like, nah, he just nah. And then yeah, forty bucks a haircut with no without the tip and longer drive, man. That is time. I drive go. 25 minutes to my guy <laughs> and I, I paid him 70 this time. I usually give him like 60, but he charges a thing like 45 or 50 base. But I just pay him whatever I feel is like. Is that with beard too? Do you get your beard done? No, I don't. Oh. I mean, he'll trim it down the sides and like shape it, but I can do that as well. So, but no, he doesn't, he doesn't touch anything else. You, you go home and like, because I know there's a lot of people who are particular about like trimming their own beards. 
Yeah, like, no, I don't I don't let him because he'll he cuts it like in like I like my beard to be more high on my cheeks, like higher up on my face. And he got in a habit of like cutting it lower. And I told him after enough, I was just like, dude, don't just don't cut it because he 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 thinks he wants to do it that way. Fine. I just don't want him to touch it because I'm particular about it. But the nice thing about a beard is that it grows, at least in my case, it grows like every couple days. So, you know, if I make a mistake, it's not really the end of the world. I can it grows back in a couple days. Yeah, like mine's so. super patchy, but like it grows back like real quick. So it's like it's stupid. So I'm just like, bro, just kind of like line up the bottom, and like just I'll trim it at home. Cause like, dude, yeah. it's, it's pointless. Like legit, he like he fixes it up all night, and it looks cool for like one day. Then it looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> I I I uh my coworker referred me to uh to his barber. So I'm I'm going there Friday finally to get a haircut. Um, it's about time I go back to a a brother cutting my hair. So. You got to get somebody who isn't like in a franchise, dude. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, my guy's been cutting since he was 21 years old. He's like mid 30s now. And he's always just that's always ever done. It's just done it on his own. Like took the class. It's always ever done. So he just like builds his client base. And he knows like if he fucks up your hair and cuts it cadet style, you're going to leave. So he understands the the assignment in a way. <laughs> he asks it's me also- every single time. You got to have those guys. Those guys are like self-made. It's also I feel like it's kind of my fault. I, I just don't like to say anything to the barbers. Just oh, like, nah, dude. Hold on, Alex. Like, Are you the, the grab the mirror and like double check person? No, nah, not really. Not anymore with this guy. I just like cutting it. I'll, I'll watch some of the things like today, especially because he was cutting it a different way than he normally does. I was watching him because I don't know why I think this, but I just think that like he forgets or he doesn't know what I'm like trying to convey. And it's just I have to hold back from saying like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, tr- I have to trust him because it's just such a, and it's been built over time. So I'm less, I, today was a rare instance, but most of the time I'm just like, you know, he cuts it and he cuts it exactly. He'll ask me beforehand, you know, we'll talk a little bit about it. That's exactly how I want it. So no, I don't typically double check. See, like for, for me, like I, would, I just sit down and I just go, well, he goes, same thing. I'm like, yeah, same thing, bro. It's cool. And then like, I don't know, like, I'm just so like, whatever about it. So he gives me the mirror at the end. I'm like, nah, I'm cool, bro. Like you cut it the same every time. There was one time where he cut it. He didn't cut it the same. <laughs> he left the top Dude. like super short. I don't like saying the like, same oh. thing because you think about like a guy who has a ton of people that are coming in and out. Like, why would you want to say same thing? It's like he remembers your haircut a month ago. Dude, like, he hey. remembers it every time. Well, yeah, but I just I, I usually want to like refresh and say like this, like X and Y, like, you know, take it like half inch off the top and then like, you know, mid fade, that kind of thing. Dude, Bro, so. Is all up in your hair, bro, and you think he don't know? It's like he's an artist, bro. And I understand, but his, like when you see him, how often do y'all go? Because I go to my guy like once a month, so he sees a lot of people. I, but I, try, I try, try to go every other three week. week, every week, other week. Oh, see, because there was a guy that was leaving today that he goes twice a week to my yeah. guy. Which is wild, right? Twice a week, right, and he Caesar. and he built the my guy bills him monthly, and I was like, "Damn, that's what? a pretty decent deal." I was like, "I, I might start doing that." Yeah, like he, <laughs> I guess, shit. <laughs> hey. Did he tell you how much it was monthly? Uh, yeah, he did. It wasn't bad. It was three hundred bucks monthly. It's not bad. It's not bad. You know, considering like you really can go, not. he's going twice a week. Yeah. That's like eight times. What is it? Eight times? Yeah, eight times a month. At least, yeah. That's crazy. 
for 300 bucks that's you know a little over what 35 40 bucks each time it's not bad the only person he's I always know, fresh always person fresh, i know dude. that goes that often is caesar and i'm just like caesar why are you of all people go to barber once a week bro like it's just you too ugly. much caesar goes what once a week he has like Dude, the, the lady knows everyone. When the dude have knows you every, ever? Every when have you ever caught Caesar slipping on? The I've haircut? never seen him without a fresh haircut. Exactly. Seriously, like exactly. not not like I'm talking every single time I see him, it's at least you know fresh, a couple days old, maybe. I mean, he's never like, slipping, and he's the last person you would expect to be that guy. I don't know. He's got his glasses, and he's just got this way about him. I mean, <laughs> I could see him being like, "Yo, bro, get my haircut every." week bro i could see him like that you know i don't know yeah but like i don't know him that well <laughs> when he's particular about things he's particular about like it's kind of hard to say without like he's special like on certain things you know what i mean and his haircut yeah. is like one of those things yeah because hmm. on like a lot of things you're just like and eh, whatever dude i don't care but, like his haircut he has to has his haircut i feel like you got to care about your haircut though yeah, dude, and then he, he he stands in front of 100 people, bro, all the time, every Sunday. Yeah. You got you, to. I feel bro, like you got to thought... care. If you don't care about your haircut, that's your face, you know? Like, what do you care about if you don't care about how you look? Like, your face, at least, how you, what you're presenting to people. I thought I was like, my hair, like, this point is long and nappy. And I was just like, bro, I'm over here like, can I get a hug, please? <laughs> and then the other day, Mia's just running her fingers through it. Oh, I love your hair. And I'm just like, what? Let's do the this same shit? way, dude. I was like, this shit? This shit ugly, bro. Wait till wait till I get faded. <laughs> wait till I get faded. I love fades, dude. I hope they never go out of style. Never. What would the next hairstyle be? It, it this started like kind the, of cycling. Like the, the mohawk kind of came back a bit. The mohawk. The middle mohawk. part is in, isn't it? I see yeah, like, like all the well, TikTok kids doing middle the parts. Yeah, the middle part man, came back. Man bun. I don't know. Is that still hopefully man never bun. again? Man bun like, was like what? Five? Not man bun, not man bun, but like you kind of get everything. Fa- you get everything faded, and in the top, you kind of like do a little, you know, braid. It's like the Anakin or Skywalker like or some shit. Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> got here. Oh, I've been watching the Obi Wan Kenobi series. So don't get me started, dude. Have you watched Doctor Strange yet? I haven't, dude. Oh, what? you are. I don't Stranger know. Things. I'm, dude, I'm slipping. No, I'm not into Stranger Things. Is that something dude, I need to be into? Dude, in four days, I really it's like it. A month. It's going to be a month since Doctor Strange came out. I know. I'm kind of at that point where I think they only have one movie showing a day, and it might be every other day. So uh, it might only be on Fridays, actually, and it might be like four on Fridays. So I think I have to wait. They'll release it on Disney Plus, though, right? It'll it'll come pretty quick on Shanghai. Uh, the Legend of Ten, Ten Rings. That was quick. That was, that like was pretty month. quick. Yeah, that was quick. We'll we'll see. We'll see what they do. You know, it's kind of weird. They they go at their own pace, whatever they want. They feel like in the moment. I guess once they extract all the money they can, then they all right. We'll put it on Disney Plus. Screw it. Um, so I'm excited be, for it though. Supposed to be July eighth. Is when it goes on Disney Plus. Yeah, supposed oh, to. Oh yeah, it's another. Oh, month. so that makes sense. So when Thor comes out, oh, then yeah. they put the previous movie on. Disney Plus. Ah, have y'all seen the, the trailer for Thor? Yes. What am I supposed to think of that movie? Is that movie supposed to be like what? What is the purpose oh. of that movie? 
Okay, I was that, that's what I was getting to. Um, Thor kind of finding himself. Um, look, well, all I know is Natalie Portman is back. That's all. That's all. Wait, I like Thor know. finding himself. Like, what is what does that even mean? I don't know. It's but they have Gore the God Butcher. So yeah, I think yeah, that's Christian gonna be one Bale's of the in it. That's gonna be sick. Yeah. It has Sweet Child of Mine over the top, so that was kind of yeah. cool. The what trailer the, looked awesome. What was the Thor funny one? Was it uh, Ragnarok? Yes. Yeah. It, y'all think it's going to be like that? Or just like... to do Because that movie had to be done. That was the best one. That shit... I was not expecting to be laughing that much. I mean, I, I think it is. They have... Because that's Thor. Like, and it's, it just like seemed like it. Just kind of like when Doc, if Doctor Strange has another movie, it has to be like kind of like a horror kind of thing. And then... Don't 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 ruin it for for Alex. Oh well, I mean that's all I was gonna it say. Just like just like when the next Black Panther comes out, it has to be like you know Wakanda forever as fuck. So like you know they all have their kind of their deal. I have I no know. idea what they're gonna do with that new one. I don't know. I just hope it's funny. I really enjoyed. Like I really enjoyed the Doctor Strange because of the theme they took. And it'll, it'll be real dope that this one's just like a straight up comedy. And it has Guardians of the Galaxy too, so yeah, it should be good. I'm just yeah. like, I am neck deep in Star Wars right now. I mean, it's it's crazy, dude. I I oh. just feel like the Marvel is going forward, but Wars is Star Wars ahead. is like centralizing around my favorite time period, like Kenobi, and then Ahsoka's coming out, and it's just like they're not really. They kind of got rid of the new stuff. Because Marvel was all rave while the new Star Wars came out. Because I didn't even see. I don't think I saw the second one. I definitely didn't see the second one of those three in theaters. The Last Jedi or whatever it was. Um, I didn't see it in theaters. But the other two I did. But Marvel was all the rave. And now I feel like Marvel is still the rave. But I'm, they're looking back to the Clone Wars time. And I love that about it. So, Clone Wars is fire. It is, it- dude. I guess for me personally, it's hard to watch just because it's like, uh, like it's, it's kind of the in between the big picture. I know what happens, you know what I mean, with the movies and stuff. Big picture, I know what happens, but I understand. Yeah, we've known what happens since nineteen like seventy two, I think. <laughs> yeah, seventy one. This this might be a hot take, but I think I enjoyed one through three more than uh, four through six, just because of like where I was in age. Yeah. That's what they've been talking about. They did the Star Wars week last week, and they've been saying when those movies, the one, two, three, and in the numbered order, came out, they weren't well received. But now that all the kids that it was targeted to, like it was meant to entertain, grew up, now it's all the rave and why it's coming back. And I love that. I love that they, as a marketing team, realize that and then are taking action and making more stuff for us. That's great. I love that. But, so does that mean 20 years from now, the kids that grew up on four, five, six, seven through nine, they're going to be like, oh, seven through nine. Which is fucking great. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, the thing is, it's like it takes place during like the Skywalkers, right? Like all the lineage. So eventually they're going to start something else, like a different lineage, a different story, right? Like they have to. They can't just milk it for another 20 years. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Eventually, they just, run out of stories. Like, I really enjoyed The Mandalorian. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed that, but I don't know. I've I've had no um, kind of, I guess, interest or want to watch Kenobi because it's just like, 
I don't know. I, I what did you uh did you end up watching either of y'all Moon Knight? Was that the one that y'all hadn't watched? Yes. Y'all yeah, watched that man. no? Yes. That one was pretty good. It was all right. It was I like was, the theme. We're talking about themes. That's another one that has a great theme. Dude, it was like blowing my mind up until like they find I think either the last episode or the second to last episode when they did the reveal kind of the reveal of the whole thing of the character and I was like like jaw drop like dude that's deep bro that's deep but that's that's Marvel for you they always on that shit yeah bro it's the you're talking about the very end okay so it's it's hard to like beat around the bush because it's it's just a cool theme. They went with the kind of multi-personality disorder theme, and I love that. See, on on this one, I wouldn't mind a spoiler, just so I, like, I would like to know kind of what to look forward to in a way, you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to explain. It's very... It, essentially, it's cool. the, the, like, they're very... Have you watched any of the episodes at all? Yeah, well, I watched the first one, and I really enjoyed it. Then okay, so... I kind of got off of it for a bit, and then I saw somebody talk about it, and they were talking about how it was kind of slow and hard to watch for a bit it kind of got me off of it it didn't, it didn't i don't know why two fans spoiler alert but um essentially it's just for the first few episodes it's just how do i describe it? it's 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 kind of it leaves you questioning a lot of stuff like why why is this why is he like this why is he like yeah, that it builds up all keep, the questions why yeah. does he keep going until you know it's six episodes i think it was like towards the end of the fifth episode or on the last episode beginning of the last episode you finally he finally reveals which pretty creatively if you ask me you know you know marvel they're they're not just going to be like oh this is how this has happened no it's kind of like it just kind of catches you off guard and you're just like oh shit so you kind of it kind of reveals how the split personality thing happened when it started the origin of why it started yeah and because you're wondering the whole show like why is he this way like who is he really like is he this guy or is he that guy yeah like who and was they, the original yeah who's who the, the original? original like what happened why is he this way like who is this like god that's following him around that gives him this, these powers like you don't know anything and then like they build up all this question you like get tied to both of the personalities which they did a really the actor whoever whatever his name is he did an amazing job playing both roles. They were like, he he Dude. switching in between, oh, like, from a British accent to an what was it Americanish? I don't yeah, know how to describe it. Right, just a regular American accent. Yeah, just switching in between seamlessly. He did a great job, but you get attached to both the characters, and it's really cool how they tie them together. Like David's saying, you see like the point where they started, and it's cool. And also leaves at the end, the very end of the series, leaves with a cliff. Yeah, exactly. Kind yeah, like, I think they have to do a cliffhanger. It's Marvel. You have to do yeah. a cliffhanger. Would you call would you, Alex, would you call that a cliffhanger? Absolutely. Would, well, it's okay. it's definitely just a teaser for the second season for sure. Okay. Like yeah. they're gonna it leaves, do a it leaves season. you with the what the yeah. <laughs> like oh. Yeah. Oh shit. They did a really good job with it though. It was I would say it was slow at some points, but I think it was necessary to build this character because I always view Marvel projects like okay they're gonna build this into a long-term you know An investment. movie investment exactly so like this is their opportunity to do a really deep dive into their origin story and how this all started who this character is because when you put them in like an avengers movie or whatever else a crossover i don't want any like oh my god we learned this about moon knight that's not what i want you know yeah that's for and his own story exactly 
I mean, and, and I love and and uh, I love the way they did it. Looking back at it, because at the beginning they only showed you one of the personalities. Like yeah. every time he switched over, he would just black out. Mm -hmm. I I mean, Alejandro, you said you saw the first episode, so mm -hmm. you know he would black out and then wake up as the same guy. So I, I like how they did that because it's like you get attached to this one, and then they start doing it for they st they reverse it for a little bit. They start doing where when you black out when the main the the other guy blacks out and you only get him for a little while and yeah. then soon they kind of mesh together see that's, that's smart show. i think that's smart how they're doing stuff like that like introducing a character through series and like yeah. making you like characters through series instead of doing like an origin movie dude because i hate origin movies like the, i haven't thought of like of any even the batman ones a lot of the batman origin movies like the first ones are always like eh like on the trilogy, the first one was just kind of like, and then the second ones are always like really good. I, I like that they're doing series like this, especially for these character characters that nobody really knows about. Yeah, um, it it takes more than a two hour movie to fully divulge who these who these characters are, why they they are the way they are, and whatnot. Because if you think about it, they're Moon Knight six six episodes, about forty minutes a pop. You know, that's it's like it's a four hour, five hour movie, essentially. Yeah. No, I, I enjoy the direction they're going. I just I'm neck deep in, in Star Wars right now. So but we have got some sports, man, for tomorrow. My uh, my girlfriend is over basketball. Has Mia gotten over basketball? Yeah, she just totally. Right. She never started she was never on it <laughs> no i just mean like i've i've reached the point where there is like the the scoffing of like we're watching basketball or there's a basketball game tonight you know what i mean because it, it, it's yeah. been a marathon dude it's been a marathon for what a month and a, a half month? now a month <laughs> i think the thing is at this point there i'm always there's always something every night especially now that i'm actually watching hockey the yeah. hockey playoffs so it's just like i think she's gotten to the point just there's something on every night so it's not really that oh basketball or this because it's always something different every night i put on but this is you know what we've been waiting for all season long the yeah. nba finals start tomorrow i'm very excited for this me too boston celtics golden state warriors where do we even start man where do we start? Uh, hey, I went three days without betting. Oh, I, I almost, I almost cured cancer. I tried to break it. He didn't break. I love that. I love that for you. But I, then I got back into it today. Ah, uh, betting on the match. Because Prize Picks, they're doing some special challenge <laughs> for the finals, and I was like, "Fuck you guys! You're lucky I get paid on Friday." <laughs> so. Hey, chance to win 5K? Hey, you got to be in it to win it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... So walk us through. What bets did you take? Oh, I haven't, I haven't done it yet, especially since I don't like to do it the day before. Um, I'm going to wait till tomorrow to put in my final place, place those bets because... Well, two fans, if you're listening, that's today. But um, tomorrow... Game one, is it? I think it's in Golden State, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. 
dude, it's going to be a good series. It's going to be a good series. I'm a little scared because I really want Boston to win, and everybody's picking Boston to win, and the inner gambler in me knows when everybody takes this one side, this one prop, this one pick, usually means it's going to bust. Um, and I don't, I don't need the Celtics to do that. I don't want the Celtics to do that because I do not want Golden State to win. I just don't. I'm sorry. I can't. I, uh, this is a really great series, first of all. I'm very excited. Who knew that trade that Danny Ainge made in 2013 for all the, was it 2013, correct? Fact when, he check got, me. when he got rid of, uh, Paul Pierce and Garnett to and the, Garnett and, to the uh, Jason Terry and God, that hall of picks. One and of those turned Jason, into J- Jason Tatum Jason and Jalen Brown. <laughs> ah, see the so long game, guys. Long yeah, game. Exactly. Danny Ainge. We all knew it at the time, too. We're all like, wow, this is this is a haul. Uh, so great series here. I'm really excited. I, I have kind of I've really been picking the Warriors all the way. I feel like I've, I've just been mentioning that. So I'm going to go up there on a limb and just say right away, I'm picking the Warriors to win this series. I think, yeah, I think it, it it's a lot of people. I like the Celtics a lot. I would not be surprised if the Celtics win. I think the series goes to seven. Um, I would say the first game here that we have tomorrow, two fans today for you would be, uh, it's going to be at Golden State. I think this is, this is set up Hello. for Golden State to win. Um, Boston's, you know, they have zero playoff game experience with all their players and the Warriors have something like 150 games. <laughs> so, well, well, let's not get it twisted. Or, I'm the sorry. Celtics finals. Have, finals. Yeah, the Celtics have playoff experience, especially for how young they are, but no finals experience finals. Excuse me. Yeah. So I think this is just an easy pick on the first game. It's going to be the Warriors. I, I, I want to go out on a limb also and say that we're going to see a lot of, of, uh, home court defense. I think that's, that's what's going to happen. We're going to have two, two and game seven all the way, but Think, it's hard to uh, pick against Steph and Clay, man. Even even the it, it, the biggest question for me is Marcus Smart winning the Defensive Player of the Year first guard since Gary Payton to do it, and the two best players on the Warriors are guards. How is that matchup going to work? And how do you? I mean, can Marcus Smart contain Steph Curry if that's if that's who he's going to guard or if he's going to guard Clay? I'm sure he'll guard he'll guard Steph, but I think what they need to do is first of all just be physical. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, the Warriors run a very finesse offense. And I feel like if you just give them a shoulder check here and there, try to get 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 some fouls get some fouls on them that just sneak by <laughs> sneak by under the, the ref's radar a little bit or something, maybe that'll I think that's kind of the mentality you have to come in with if you're the Celtics because I mean it's it's going to be hard just to run if you try to run alongside with them it's that's just it's probably it's not going to work so if you just rough them up a little bit you know it's the whole cliche play physical you know you inflict your will on the game yeah wear them down and whatnot um I just hope we don't get a blowout I think game one's going to be a blowout um Wow. That's just the just cuz of the way this playoffs have been going recently. It's just it's hard. 
not to imagine a blowout because I. But maybe I'll not. Be sad if they, they had they had a few days rest. Hopefully, uh, especially on the Boston side. Hopefully, you know, Robert Robert Williams and Marcus Smart can heal up pretty well. Al Horford. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I I'm excited. I. I really want to see the Celtics win. Um, I really want to see the Celtics win. Not all one because Golden State just want them to go down. But two also <laughs> just be a great story and to etch yeah. in NBA history where Jason Tatum and the Celtics took down KD, uh, Giannis, Giannis, and Jimmy Butler on the way to the finals, then beat Steph Curry. You know, it would Golden be. State I mean. He at that point he's got to be you know top ten player in this league. If he does that, I mean that's he's taken down the greats on the way to get here. And we always talk about how great of a player Steph is. This has got to be the year that he wins the MVP. Man, I think this is. We've been talking about it so much, and we've been talking about these words. Andrew Wiggins is a difference maker this year somehow for them. It's weird they go somebody. A player goes to the Warriors like JaVale McGee and their whole career just turns around. <laughs> they just I don't know what impact that organization has, but it's definitely a great one. Um, but Steph has to win the finals MVP, and we've been talking about it for months now. And I just think the more you talk about it, I think it's just going to happen because they're, they're just a better team, man. They're more experienced. They're clicking on all gears. If they get a lead, you're forced to play their style of play, and nobody plays it better than them. Nobody can shoot the three ball better than them. So you're right. I think the only way that you can stop them is by being as physical as possible, but you can't get into foul trouble. And with the way the refs have been calling these playoffs, it's a really risky way to play. So I'd love to sit here and say it's the NBA Finals. They're not going to call very many fouls. I'd love to sit here and say that. But it's just unfortunate that this this playoffs has made me believe otherwise. Oh, I I I I don't think the style of play, the physical style of play by the Celtics, will be sustainable if the referees aren't going to be in their favor because that's something that's so unpredictable. What do you think, David? I think for this first game, it's going to go either one way or the other. They're either going to not call anything but excessively not call anything to where everybody's yeah. complaining about it. Or they're going to be calling everything and to where everybody's complaining about them calling everything. And then I think throughout the series, I mean, you got to understand, I, I'm assuming it's the same refs the whole series. I'm not sure, though. If it is, I feel like, this first game, you know, they need to tune up, get adjusted to the series as well, not just the players. The refs do too. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure this first game is going to be where they gauge. Okay, this is how the the series is going to go. These are how these games are going to be played. Even if it's not the same refs throughout the series, I mean, like say if there's another group of referees for game two, they could go back and watch game one and see. Okay, this is how. This series is going to go. This is what we need to look out for. But the thing is about this game one, it's just, you know, it's just kind of, uh, it's fresh, it's new. So I could see it going either way, but I do not expect a well-officiated game unless it's mm. uh, 
Scott Foster. Unless it's Scott <laughs> Foster. So this is pretty interesting. So they actually released uh, one, the 12 uh, referees that can be uh, they can referee during the whole finals, but they choose the who's refereeing, I think, the day before. So it's like a pool of 12 referees, and then they kind of, based on the games, which makes it seem kind of weird. It's like, why are you switching it up? Or like, I, just, gonna, I just hope for consistency, man. You know like, what I mean? Like, are you switching it up because of how the games are going to be going? Or no, I think it's up? an effort to avoid like any you know foul play on the referee's part. Yeah. Like, if the referee, because we had, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but we had the betting issue however many years ago, and so that's that's kind of a way to avoid that. I also think it's because uh, if uh, you you're the NBA, you watch the the game back, and you see this one. One of the That's refs true. just just calling like like uh the one Bucks and Celtics game where the the line judge kept calling every single offensive foul like everything yeah. was an offensive foul that kind of thing you're like uh we'll switch you out with we'll switch that guy out with this one maybe it'll go a little bit smoother and whatnot he won't call every single thing. I just hope for consistency, man. I hope for consistency because otherwise the Celtics are really gonna have to bring. They're Judas. They're gonna need their Judas every night because mm-hmm. that's what that's what's gonna what you're gonna need to beat the Warriors. The good thing is the I think the Celtics match up well with the um, Golden State uh, one through five because uh, especially I think so too. Robert Williams um, and Al Horford. Al Horford is the key on that one because he's a big guy, but he's very. For how big he is, he's he's pretty versatile and old, <laughs> big yeah, and bro. old. He's moving. Hey, bro, you, you just just don't dunk on him and taunt him, or else you get in the business. Ain't nobody better than an Al Horford that just got taunted on. Um, that that's all the word. So Draymond, don't don't say nothing to Al Horford, bud, because then he's gonna drop thirty on y'all. And that if he's dropping thirty. You know, Tatum and Brown are dropping 35 apiece. I think they match up well. Probably the best out of anybody in the playoffs, purely because they have the defensive player of the year at a guard position. I think that gives them a supreme advantage over any other team matchup-wise. So, X-Factor is going to be Marcus Smart, man. Like, if he is able to step up and play like the defensive player of the year, and guard Steph Curry and keep him, you know, under how many points they need to keep him under. I think that's going to be a huge key to them winning this series. Certainly for momentum swings or any sort of morale boost, certainly. Because those Steph Jaggers, oh, we've all been on the other end of those, and it it hurts as a fan. I can't imagine as a player. I'm kind of curious if they're going to, the defense the Celtics are going to play against these guys. the Warriors. Uh, I wonder if are they going to switch? Are they just going to be switching everything? Because I mean, they could, but at the same time, we thought a lot of other teams could switch one through five with the Warriors, and it never seems to fucking work. So maybe they won't switch everything up. It's just a little. It's a little bit different of a matchup than they've been facing these whole playoffs. Because throughout the playoffs, they've been facing top wing wing guys uh forwards and whatnot um 
but now the coaching matchup is interesting kerr on on udoka that's a that's mm-hmm. a good that's a good matchup we're gonna see steve kerr, I, I tweeted out uh like a couple weeks ago in regards to i think it was the dallas maverick series that steve kerr is a real factor on this team like when they had mike brown in there you could see that Steve Kerr makes a real impact. So we're going to see that impact on full display here because we know Doka makes a huge impact on the Celtics. I think the the matchup of the series, though, honestly, let's be real here, is Andrew Wiggins versus Jason Tatum. Let's be mm. real. Because um, you got a backcourt of Clay Thompson and Steph Curry versus um, Smart. And I believe, does Jalen Brown play the two? Yeah, he would play yeah. too. So Jalen Brown. So that leaves Jason Tatum. Golden State really doesn't have any wing guys other than Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Draymond is going to be too busy. Whoever, whoever big man is playing, whether it's Al Horford or Robert Williams, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Looney actually ends up starting. Hmm. Starting lineup to match up with Robert Williams. Um, which still means Draymond's probably going to be on Al Horford, which you got Andrew Wiggins versus Jason Tatum. If you're the Celtics, that's very, that's very much in your favor. Um, now, is Andrew Wiggins going to keep exploding? You know, because I'm sorry. I mean, I love Luka, but Jason Tatum's not Luka. It's a very different style of play. Mm. It's a de- very different team. It's a team. The Celtics mm-hmm. are a whole team. So it's not like you shut this one, you shut Jason, Jason Tatum down. Oh, you're, you're good to go. You know, it's, it, it's not that way. Cause then Jalen Brown is over there. You got Al Horford over there. Robert Williams blocking your shots all over the place. Um, and which leads to another thing that I, I think about too, is Robert Williams. What if the Warriors do end up going small? Robert Williams, is he going to be, is he going to be uh, sus? Is he going to be a uh, liability? Is he going to need all state? Cause is, is Steph going to have him dancing around in the, in the, at the three point line? Like he like the Warriors usually end up getting that matchup, the big man versus Steph and Steph's just dancing around him in the three point line. You know what I mean? It's, it's a part of the matchups, man. It's like, like I was saying, you know, Steve Kerr on Udoka. That's, that's what it's going to come down to is making sure you don't put your team in a position to lose like that because the matchups are going to be key because the Warriors are so versatile. And in all honesty, the Celtics are pretty versatile too. I think it's it's just overall, it's unfortunate that the Warriors made it back to the finals. It is because we all have bad memories of that dynasty. And it is unfortunate that it feels like that they are back as a dynasty because of Jordan Poole and others but there is faith because the boston celtics if it wasn't the boston celtics i'd really really prefer the bucks but the boston Celtics did beat the bucks so we like that i wish chris middleton was healthy in that series we might have seen a different result because i think that the bucks could fully healthy take down the warriors but in this case this is this is proving grounds dude this is really really great proving grounds for jason tatum like the kobe bryant apprentice this is perfect for him you've taken down every serious rival in your conference 
now it's time to take down the dynasty that we're all calling for again because LeBron is aging now. So it's back to this dynasty that's formed here, and it's the only clear-cut one in the NBA. So this is this is a really great series for Jason Tatum, dude. We'll see if he rises to the occasion. I would love it. I would absolutely just love to see that. Would love it. I just can we no more blowouts, please. No I, more, no more blowouts. <laughs> I please, can't do it. if we I get can't. if we get blowouts in the NBA Finals, I'm just if the finals and hockey are going on at the same time, I'm watching hockey. That's oh, ouch! I I can't I can't do these. Blowouts. So the series starts tomorrow, and we haven't been very good at picking before the series starts so i picked the warriors in seven who do you have celtics in six celtics in six okay okay i like that i like that what did you uh what did you think of the jimmy shot for miami oh my god great shot just can i hate people just missed it yeah just missed it dude it just it happened he was in rhythm it was the dude. It was the perfect, probably not his highest percentage shot per se in his repertoire, but yeah, geez, the dude was wide open. It was straight ahead. If anything, if he overshot it, if anything, he should have overshot it because I mean you bank it in. Um, but yeah, it's 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 one of those dumb debates. So that one is a dumb debate. Uh, did is that a good shot by Jimmy? Oh, shut up. The other one is. The KD Draymond thing from what Draymond said on Colin Coward's podcast about uh, Steph getting double teamed seven times more than KD. And KD was like, uh, that's cap, but whatever. And everybody was just like debating it. And I was just like, how do you debate? There's no like. There's no debate. It's Kevin Durant. it's, it's, It's either you watched it or you didn't watch it. Like there's fucking tape. Go watch the tape. Go write down how many times each person was double teamed or whatever in that finals. And then today is so like this, like past weekend, like it's kind of been boring now that basketball is like coming to an end. There's only so much analysis you can do of the finals. Like we have hockey as well, but football's not really going on right now. There's not like there's no golf. I mean, there is, but it's not like majors. So it's just kind of low right now. So I saw that. I didn't give it any attention, though, because I knew I was just like, there's no way seven times are you. I can at least make up something that's somewhat realistic. And say <laughs> like, you know, two times more or whatever, a couple times. More. I mean, it's not even that. It's just like the debates, like the first take. Uh, Russo, well, there's nothing going on, dude. That's Russo and Stephen A debating like. That's it's it's not even a debatable topic because it's not like we're going back and forth sitting here like I'm big Celtics, you're big Warriors. This is why my team's gonna win because it's in the future. We could debate it. Anything can happen. This shit happened already. Just review the tape. You know? Do the math. Run the numbers. <laughs> Do the math. Run the numbers. If you want, get somebody that knows basketball to back you up. <laughs> rewatch it. And Bam, there we go. Was Draymond wrong or was he right? Was Katie wrong? Katie right? Either way, it don't really matter. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just 
Twitter, little Twitter back and forth, but that, that's it. That's it. Um, but yeah, uh, two fans, uh, for, uh, for board, uh, Thursday night, June 2nd. Oh wait, the finals is on, but also the Western conference finals, the Oilers versus the avalanche game. One was lit, bro. Game one was lit. So y'all should, y'all should check that out. If you don't like really watch too much hockey, that's a good one because all they do is go up and down the ice and just fucking score buckets. <laughs> Very nice. Also, two fans, you know where to find us at Slice Devils Pod, at Slice Devils Podcast. Is that everything, David? Did you have something else? Johnny Burn. Depp. Shout out Johnny Depp. Did he win? Yeah, he won. Official? Yep. He won three and she technically won one. What? It was a it was a unanimous decision. <laughs> so it's it's because they're they kind of go for each claim. So she made three claims. Well, he he was fighting for three three claims. He won all three claims that prove that she she didn't make those claims in a defamatory way, and she lost one and won one. So she gets like two million. He gets fifteen. Kind of. But Johnny won. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Johnny for sure won. Okay. Johnny Depp won his defamation case against his ex-wife Amber Heard on Wednesday, around, and the jury awarded him fifteen million in damages. So that's it. Like he just wins. He sued her for fifty million. Yeah, the the jury decided fifteen for all of them, but and then there's... Heard counter sued Depp for a hundred million. <laughs> Apparently, she's <laughs> only worth money. uh two point five million. Yeah. Well, that's why you saw her talking about the the pledging, right? The charity. I told you about that, right? That was yeah. awesome, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> Everybody knows how much money you make, and you're trying to pledge seven million dollars, and you're not like you don't have that kind of money. It's wild. We we, we know Johnny Depp was the breadwinner. And what was that tweet? Uh, everybody kept tossing around on Twitter. Uh, today was the day you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> did he really awesome. tweet that? No, somebody no, somebody uh, responded to her tweet because she, she did like this whole statement and the op-ed. Uh, no, 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 not oh. the op-ed. Today she tweeted out a statement, kind of being like, "This is kind of sad for like oh. not only for the case and all this stuff for women or whatever." Yeah, Wait, let me read it. I want to read it. I got it. Here it is. The disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. Sheesh! (laughs) The mountain of evidence. I'm even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women. It is a setback. It sets back the clock to a time when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated. It sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. I believe Johnny's attorney succeeded in getting the jury to overlook the key issue of freedom of speech and ignore evidence that was so conclusive that we won in the UK. Because <laughs> defamation, well said. Defamation is okay because of freedom of speech. Yeah, go ever heard. But <laughs> good if, for her. And then if, one if you last want something. Thing. <laughs> If you want something super entertaining, the the guy from Phineas and Ferb that does the voice for Dr. Doofenshmirtz for uh, Dr. Spiegel, they kind of uh, said he looks like Dr. Doofenshmirtz. 
So on his TikTok, he voiced over uh, what the guy was saying in court. Awesome. It was awesome for all the memes. I'm sad I lost this case, but I'm sadder still that I seem to have lost a right I thought I had as an American to speak freely and openly. Amber Heard. Well, she's a loose cannon. <laughs> Say the least. I, I listened to quite a bit of that, that uh, trial and listened to quite a bit of their footage and the tapes and everything. I don't know who was recording all this. If she was recording it, I don't understand how she could think that was a good idea because she was screaming horrible things at her husband. So he, he recorded a lot of it. Oh, well, I'm glad he did that because yeah. she was screaming horrible things at her husband. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. Well, you know who really lost in all this? I mean, she actually really did lose, but she also really, really lost Amber Heard. Like, everybody hates Amber Heard now. Yep. Like, everybody. The internet hopped on it. If she ever gets a role again, it's going to be a miracle. She single-handedly, little did she know, ruined her entire career by doing that stupid op-ed. She was the face of domestic violence or whatever. It's crazy. What goes around comes around, bud. Right? Love to see karma in action. Oh, anyway. Yeah. That one went on for a while. Well, all right, two fans, you know where to find us. At Slice Devils Pod, at Slice Devils Podcast, pod on Twitter, podcast on Instagram. And we'll see you next time.